The wind is crazy outside. It's all over the place, and we don't know what's going to happen. But we're out here recording anyway. We may lose power. We may lose the recording. But, you know, that's what we do. We do it for you. That made me watch crew. We Netflix and watch, fools. We don't want to be messed with. We don't want people coming in in the last five minutes of our shows. And we definitely don't want a ton of questions from people that don't watch the show. That's you. Literally you. That's you. You ask a ton of questions. Even if you've watched the show, you just ask mindless questions just to ask questions. You always come in at the last five minutes of the show. First of all, you can never tell who's related and who's dating. It's a very strange problem to have. And, yeah, that's you. You you always ask questions. You literally will watch a full season of show and not know who any of the characters are. You. You are the one who always asks. It's you. I'm just saying game recognizes game. and Is it a game? Because it's really annoying. The feedback that I'm getting from my crowd and my audience is that it's not appreciated. So I'm recognizing my faults, trying to move beyond them and educating my fellow man not to repeat the same mistakes that I make. Is that a problem? Yes, you are the problem, is what I'm telling you. Uh, Well, whatever. Welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. This is Hawkeye. Yes, we're going to talk about Hawkeye, uh, which is a Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. So there's that. Yep. It's it's a pretty good show. Oliver Queen is... No, no, I'm no. already I'm already off to a bad start. Oliver Queen is de- why you do this you do this intentionally <laughs> to dra- you do this you you if you guys could see her face right now I'm so mad her, she I'm so her, mad talk your way through it you you know explain you your do feelings this on purpose because you've literally said this six times tonight. Because you just like to see me get mad because you know that I am a much bigger DC fan. And, like, I literally made you watch Arrow from start to finish. Yep. So you know Oliver Queen is Arrow. You actually know, like, all of the Arrow family members. Like, you you, you know all of them. So, like, you, you know Hawkeye is not Oliver Queen. You know it's Jeremy Renner and not Stephen Amell. You know I have Stephen Amell's wine club. You, you you know <laughs> That's this. The difference is that you got the wine glove. No, the difference is also that Oliver Queen is just superior than Hawkeye. He's like better at everything, and also like Hawkeye is just kind of a worm. Mm-hmm. But like Haw- Hawkeye is purple. Oliver Queen is green. Like if you want to like go and do like the stupidest part of the differences, it, like, uh, you know better. And I'm just saying. You're doing I'm just saying. Just I'm out here saying that they're all the same. They all have the same arrows. They all sling them. You know, they rip it back. They pull it back to their face, and then and then they sling them at people, and then sometimes they explode. They're like Robin Hood, except they've got cooler tights. No, they're not like Robin Hood. Like, stop it. N- neither of them are stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. First of all, Oliver Queen is rich. So he like legitimately cannot steal from himself. Hawkeye is just completely different. He's a quote unquote super spy, which like, sure, bro. But anyway, no, no, Clint Barton is Hawkeye, 
and Oliver Queen is Arrow, and that they're in two separate universes. I do have both of their comics, but like whatever. I've never actually the Hawkeye comic I have is one that the show's based on. I've never actually read it. I bought it when I was very drunk in, in Monrovia and just lives in my closet. But um, maybe I'll read it eventually. But I, I haven't read I, it yet. All I'm saying is that they're, no, they're very similar. No, all I'm saying similar. is that you're wrong and I don't want to listen to you anymore. Why do all guys that sling arrows wear green? They don't. Hawkeye there's, wears purple. Why does he wear green? There's no like. There's no okay. reason. First green is all, a terrible color. First of all, Hawkeye wears purple. Secondly, Speedy wears red. And half of Green Arrow's team also wears like red and yellow. Some of them wear yellow. But so like, you, stop it. Stop it. I, You're doing this to annoy me, and it's working, and I don't like it. And oh my god, the, the wind the house, is so bad. The house is going to cave in on us. The wind is mad at you because of your stupid, stupid comments. And like, we literally have like three or four pops that prove you're wrong because I think I have like all of Green Arrow's family over there somewhere. So there's a good number of them. Stop. Like, whatever. Talk about Hawkeye. Let's talk about this show. That's what we're here for. We're not here to debate comics. In which I can't even debate comics with you because you don't actually read enough comics. And every time I've I drag you... I've been on that Berserker, though. Keanu I know. Reeves. Berserker's good. But every time I bring you to a comic book movie, like, anytime I get very excited, like, when we saw No Way Home, and I got very excited about, like, Easter eggs, and I was, like, poking you in the legs because I was so excited, your response was, what? I don't get it. And I was just like, see, this is why I need a comic book friend. Because, like... Somebody else would have been so excited over the fact that, like, they did the little Spider-Man meme in the movie or the fact that, like, Andrew Garfield showed up or Tobey Maguire showed up or any of the little Easter eggs that happened that I was, like, super stoked for. And Bryant was just like, what? Why is this exciting? Like, what do you want from me? And he was like, I want you to be better. And he wasn't because he didn't care. And it was no fun. And this happens every comic book movie. Every comic book movie, there's, like, some little Easter egg that I know about that, like, I knew was going to happen, but, like, I wasn't quite sure, and I'm, like, really stoked about it. And I get really excited, and I poke him in the leg, and he's like, I don't get it. Or he's just like, what? And I'm like, fine. However, this show is not like that, because most of this show I just spent going... Remember that one time where Jimmy Miranda made an app and it crashed because people made fun of it so much? That's what I remember. And now anytime I see Jimmy Remmer, that's all I can think about. There were things I liked about this show. Um, I, I liked some of the comic book accuracies that they kept in it. But because it's Disney, they Disney-fied it quite a bit. And the things that make Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, who's in, you know, brought into this realm. That's my girl. The things that make both of those characters great is uh, the fact that they are bringing in, uh, you know, the other quote-unquote street-level Marvel characters. What makes them all great is that they're nitty-gritty. When you Disney-fy them, they can't be nitty-gritty. And when you remove all of those, so when you take out Kate Bishop's actually origin story and... Disney fight. Actually, it makes it less appealing. I'm not, I don't want to, on the Kate Bishop thing. Yeah. It's, and the Disney thing. Why do you think that when, like you said, that 
Disney has really kind of Disneyfied the show, meaning it's taken that grittiness out of it. Right. I thought that for a Disney show, that this was on the grittier side for Disney, right? There is a, there is a Disney line. So my question for you is where, why? Why what? Why is it that, why is it, what could, why is it that when Disney has a character mm-hmm. like Kate Bishop, they make her personality to be like this rich girl, kind of kind of bratty, added you know, bad attitude kind of kind of girl. They're they're archetype for a rebel, especially a rebel female. Yeah, so they definitely do. Is very consistent. Yeah, so they are very um, flat. I think is the word you're looking for. Like you said, archetype. Like it's very flat and archetype. Um, so they very much Disneyfied her. Like it was very stereotypical her origin story, right? Like she lost her in 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 the crisis of New York, right? And that prompted her to idolize Hawkeye because Hawkeye was the Avenger that saved her. Whatever, whatever. Not really. But, like, that made her become an archer and became a martial artist, even though, like, he's not really known to be an martial artist to the public. They don't know that about him. Because he's, like, technically in the Disney MCU, he's, like, a super spy or whatever, right? Right. So no one would really know that he's a martial artist. Like, they just know him as, like, the Avenger that shoots arrows. That's all anybody in the public knows about him. So why would she become a martial artist? Like that piece doesn't make sense. But they had to work it in there somehow that she like knew all the martial arts and stuff like that. And part of it was because like she had to protect herself because no one else quote unquote would. Right. By the way, I love how they kind of display her martial arts like background by simply just hanging a heavy bag in her apartment. And by showing all the awards. And by showing all of the awards. That, like this is a quick quick like. Quick background. Here you go. We're su- we're suckers for training montages. Why why couldn't we get like a flashback? Because they only had six episodes. Oh, that's right. It's a mini series or six or eight episodes, however many. But you're right. It's mini series, and they had they had to also get all of Hawkeye's story in there. So they had to quickly and Kingpin, and Maya. So they're trying to combine forced four characters into one story, because they're also trying to. They're trying to make it so that if you didn't see Daredevil, you don't have to. So if you didn't see the Daredevil series on Netflix and you're not familiar with who Kingpin is because he was the main... Daredevil gets no respect. Right. But he was like the main villain because he is the main villain of Hell's Kitchen. So like if you didn't see that Daredevil series, they're trying to introduce Kingpin for people who never saw that because ultimately like... So if you never saw the Daredevil series, you should go back and watch it because that is how Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. I mean, whatever about Iron Fist, like Iron Fist was great because of everybody. But the dude who played Iron Fist, like he was awful and tore down the series. But the girl who played, um, I'm forgetting her name, but she was amazing. But the Netflix series that they canceled because Disney Plus was becoming a thing. All of those series were how these street level heroes should be, including Daredevil. Like they were so amazing. Jessica Jones 
like David Tennant and, and Kilgaride and all of those were so insanely well done. And that's the problem. Like had whoever wrote the Jessica Jones series wrote the Kate Bishop arc, it would have been different, but they would have never allowed that to happen because you can't have that kind of nitty gritty discussion on a Disney show. And that's why they did the stereotypical, like you lose a parent, but instead of it being the mom, like it normally is in a Disney show, they made it the dad, but like Kate Bishop's normal. And like I said, I'm not very familiar with Kate Bishop and Hawkeye because they're just not my thing. And I am a more DC fan, but from what I've read from like other people talking about the series and stuff, Kate Bishop's origin story is that she's attacked and like, New York City Central Park or something like that. I'm not sure. But she's supposed to be like this rich socialite and she's attacked and sexually assaulted. And that's what makes her join defense, self-defense classes and stuff and kind of pick up the arrow and like start doing all of this. Right. And then she becomes a member of the Young Avengers, which is led by a bunch of different Avengers. But at one point it's led by Hawkeye. Crazy. And so what everyone's saying is that they think this is going to become a Young Avengers series by Disney. Like, that's the guess that's out there. I hope so. Because it was really good. It it was good. But like I said, it kind of like... I thought, like, Maya's character, um, Echo, was really great. And I love the fact that they stayed true to the fact that, you know, that character is supposed to be deaf and they've got an indigenous and they got a deaf indigenous person to play her. I love the fact that they finally made Hawkeye's character hearing impaired because he's supposed to be. Uh, I love that they brought those true comic points in finally. But there was also just so much about the Hawkeye show, especially with the first episode where it was just like they could have cut so much and put so much more in. And they could have made it a little more gritty because it's like, again, he's a street level hero. He should be grittier. So what was your favorite scene? I liked most, like the like I did kind of like the silly stuff with her and the dog. You know, I'm a big dog person. So yeah. like the fact that she just like picked up this dog and was like, okay, I'll take you home. I just thought that was funny. So I was just like, for me, it was the, I thought the, the scene where they're auctioning the Ronin stuff, the Ronin and the Avengers watch. Yep. Dude. That was so badass. That entire scene from from start to finish, from when everything, when he sits down and, or her new stepdad sits down with the rich guy and then things go crazy. And then all the way to when she made it back to her apartment, that was, I thought the way that that was shot and and the action sequences within it. Yeah was really really cool looking um that was pretty sweet so i mean the action sequences were definitely well done and like i said i really liked a lot of the training sequence or not training sequences but a lot of the sequences with like the fight sequences between echo and um hawkeye and stuff those were really cool but i just thought a lot of you know, I know we're supposed to only talk about the first episode, but we ended up talking about the whole series. But I thought a lot of 
the dialogue seemed very forced in the show. And then there was a lot of... It just... A lot of it just seems like they were trying to fit in so much in six episodes and then at the same time also drag on so much. It felt like they were definitely setting it up for something. There's a lot of pacing issues. Something bigger. It was... It, it, there was a kind of a push-pull type of wave yeah. that the, the, the story, or type of story arc that it, that it took because it would the sequences would get really intense and then they'd mellow out and there'd be a ton of dialogue. The dialogue I thought was pretty good. I thought the acting was really good. I thought Jeremy Renner did a really good job. I obviously really liked Kate Bishop. Um, her, mom, her mom did a really good job of kind of walking the line between somebody that you like but at the same time you really despise right their existence um so i think that the ensemble is really funny actually we got we should probably just mention this the uh larping scene because that was pretty funny the larping scene was great i loved that and the fact that like half of them were like cops and paramedics was amazing because that's probably not inaccurate um, but it was that, pretty great. That was the other thing that kind of struck me about it was that he was wide out in the open. Like when he went, the reason I, I don't want to give up, give away too much of the storyline, but well, it's been out for months. So I'm pretty sure if anybody wanted to watch it, they've they seen probably it. seen it. But when they went, when he went to the LARPing, he was going to get his, his, uh, costume. Right. And, ugh. That's an expensive drop. Um, the he was going to get his costume, and the guy w- the guy was like, "Look, dude, you're Hawkeye. The, you're, this is the dream for any one of us. So you gotta let me do it." And so the guy made him let him the ma- the guy made Hawkeye kill, let him kill him in the LARP. So he, <laughs> it was just it was funny. I liked it. Yeah. The- like I said, there was a lot of good about it, but it was also just like, like I said, there was, it, for me, I think the hardest part was was the pacing issues. I, I've I've watched all of the Marvel shows, with the exception of I haven't finished Loki yet, and I've just I've been overwhelmingly disappointed by all of them. I've gone into all of them with pretty high hopes. And with the exception, I'll be honest, of Hawkeye, because by the time I got to Hawkeye, I had been so disappointed by them that my expectations for Hawkeye was incredibly low of like, well, here I am again. And so maybe that's why I liked Hawkeye more than the others, because I was just so like, I expect nothing from this, that I was very pleasantly surprised of like, oh, damn, like this is actually quite good. Like the writing's really well done. The acting is pretty well done. Definitely the visual is really done. And then, of course, it's like Christmas in New York, which is like my favorite. So I guess there's also like some nostalgia nostalgia, and like just it's beautiful. So like, ugh, shot to the heart, you know. But like I said, the biggest thing for me was like, one, it's supposed to be nitty gritty. It's supposed to be that. And it's just a little too clean for me. And the pacing, the pacing killed me because it was just like you'd have these moments where it was like high intensity and like deep conversations and then like weirdly he'd be talking to his wife in Iowa where it was like that whole scene didn't need to happen. Like it's just unnecessary. Are you going to come home for Christmas? No, Disney. Like Disney, we don't need that scene. Yeah. Cut it out. 
Yeah, that was a little much. It, it was just like this, like you, you set that up in the beginning. You, we don't need to be reminded of it every episode. I get that this is a Christmas series, but like, no. It wouldn't be Disney if it weren't all Right, Christmas and that's what I'm out. saying. It, they don't need to Disney-fy the whole Marvel universe. Like Too late. You already got, like, leave, leave some stuff alone. Like, just leave some stuff alone. I agree. So my my next question is, is this a show that you would recommend to other superhero-loving individuals, a la uh, one Richard who oh, I know is a, he already, is a subscriber? I think Shout he already out watched to Rich. it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he already watched it. Have you guys given done the breakdown? No, I haven't talked to him about any of the shows. But We should invite him on. <laughs> he watches your kind of shows. I think he does. Open he does. invite to you, Rich. He um he appreciates them a lot more than I do. I think. I think. I, I think I'm a little bit more harsher than he is. I'm as usual. Big surprise there. Yeah, I get a lot more frustrated than most. So, what would you recommend? You know, I think everybody's gonna. If you have, if I think, listen. People who have been into comics or been into superheroes on any level are just so excited that it's like, quote unquote, our time to shine. Because for so long, like we would get one thing every couple of years and it wouldn't be that good that I think most of us are just so happy that something's happening, that we'll take anything. But it does, like I said, it does get frustrating to see everything get Disney-fied. I agree. I think that, and this might... This might not be something that is well-received, but I think that comic book fans and and superhero fans in general do themselves the disservice because your stereotypical comic fan is exactly what you're describing, is they're, they're, never, they're hypercritical and they're never satisfied with what they get, but then once there isn't any representation out there, they go, well, where's... You know, where's my? I don't think that's where's true. my genre kind of thing, and I think that's that's so. My my point is that for what it is, the work of art that it is, separate from the story that it's adapted from, in my opinion, was really well done. Right, but that's that's like everybody has critiques of everything, though. That's true, and it's different because it's like, like if you if someone if. If it's based on a book, the people that read the book, the book's always better, right? Yeah. It's no different than that. The comics are generally better. Not always. <laughs> There's some real shit comics out there. But generally, the comics are better. But there's so much source material of comics because comics have been around for so long. You don't have to. like, And I think that's one of the things, that you don't have to directly take like one of the things that came up on the Hawkeye thing right did you hear about this at all no okay so this was really interesting the photo that Disney chose to use to promote the show on everything was a direct photo from the comic that the story was based on from that comic right that I have right because they used that they actually don't have to pay the artist that made that photo at all because he was paid for it once. They get to use that everywhere for free. 
It's literally when when we tell you that the Ooh, wind that is. Did it sound good? No, it really didn't. Well, our internet's out, so. Our internet's out, huh? It's been out for a while. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So we've got Santa Ana winds right now. It's I kid you not, swirling outside in the backyard. Um, they're up to seventy miles per hour. They're up to seventy miles per hour right now. I, what at what point we don't, we don't have internet? But what at what point does wind reach hurricane force? It wouldn't be hurricane. We'd have to worry about it be tornado because hurricane involves water. So it's tornado you're thinking about. Fair enough. I didn't. I. I didn't go to science class. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> so before we lose power and everything gets all crazy, what uh, what would you recommend to watch? Are you going to watch any other Disney series? Any of the other Marvel series? Have you watched any of the other Marvel series? No. Which which ones? Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Mm-mm. Loki. They also made a weird cartoon. It had something. I think it was called. It was What If. It had something to do with zombies. I don't do anything with zombies, so I skipped that one. Yeah. It's apparently really good, but like zombies aren't my thing, so No, I've like that's the that's kind of part of the deal. Like I don't watch T V really. So okay. I don't search I don't like whatever you're watching is usually what I'm what I'm watching and I come and go as I please, right? So yeah. it's it's not I don't really follow the storylines all that well, but I get into it. Well, I've been watching Josh and Josh. I really like that. What is Josh and Josh? Josh and Josh, the million oh, dollar million listing. Dollar listing. Yeah, Josh the, mil- Josh. the million yeah. dollar listing miniseries or whatever of Josh and Josh, Josh Altman and Josh Flagg partnering on real estate deals. Yelling um, at each other a lot. One, Dave Smith and I, we call each other every week and talk about the latest episode. Dave, call me. Um, yeah, we haven't watched this week's episode yet. Yeah, we've got we've got some thoughts, but that one's really good. We've been watching Family Chantal. Yeah, that ended that that this season was nuts. It was crazy. I pretty much wrote that show off, and then this season came out like wildfire, and I was like, hey, you don't need to watch the other two; just watch this season. Yeah, maybe we should cover that. Yeah, it's that over was, now. Well, it was, it was really, really really good. good. Yeah, Pedro, brother. I feel for you, and for real. Um, just know, he needs a hug. You, your wife has got you. For real, like she is a rider, one hundred percent. You got a good one. But any others that you would recommend? Yeah, so I was uh, stuck on a plane for a hot minute a couple months ago and watched a bunch of movies. Um, there's one on HBO that's been out for a while called LFG. It's about, um, the women's soccer team fighting for equal pay, which was really good. And then there's another one with my girl Dolly Parton called nine to five start of the movement, which was all about, again, women's rights fighting for equal pay, which is really interesting because it's all about one nine to five, the movie, which I loved but also how Dolly Parton got inspiration for not only that movie that they made, but the song that they made about it and just about that whole era in that time period. So it was really interesting. Um, and then Netflix has a short series called bad sports, which is about like crimes and sports, which was really interesting. That was really good. Um, we watched a few of those episodes. It's crazy stuff. 
Um, the, the two that we watched, one was about a guy who like sort of did NASCAR and also was a part-time like drug dealer. Yeah. That was really, that was a really good. It was crazy. Couple episodes. And then we also, I watched one about, um, which I actually remembered was the Olympics in Utah, the winter Olympics in Utah with, uh, the Canadian figure skaters. So those were both really interesting episodes. Young justice is a cartoon, um, from DC on HBO max. It's in its fifth season. And this season's just nuts. Every season has a time jump. Um, they just finished the first half of this season, and it was really good. And it's always on the bridge of cancellation. It was canceled for like four years, and then the fans fought to get it brought back. And it's so good in this season. It's just crazy, and I am impatiently waiting for the second half of the season to drop. Um, there was another documentary that I really enjoyed called Lost Sons. It was on CNN. And then a couple shows that just started on... Um, they're like two 30 minute comedies. One's called grand crew and American auto. They're both pretty funny. And then, uh, uh, just another stupid MTV show that came back. Catfish, which is great. Always, always entertaining and silly, but they also have a UK version just so that we know that dumb Americans aren't the only ones getting catfished. <laughs> but the UK version is crazy because, um, like, I don't know any of the places they're talking about. So I'm just like, wait, what? How far away is this? But it's really interesting to watch. Nice. Well. I know. I've had this list for like months now. So I've just been adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. I mean, those are some those are some solid recommendations. So what are we gonna watch next? I don't know. Um I have a list for that, too, but some of these are pretty heavy, so I don't know if we want to do something heavy. Um, we have Married at First Sight came back. We've got Darcy and Stacy that came back. We've, we've got some good trash that came back. So We've been watching Shaw's of Sunset, which I do not actually recommend because it is oof, it's a yeah, lot. It's, it's a, they're extra. For sure, it's they a it's a show that so much that is uh, built on on golden drama, golden arguing. I don't even call it drama. It's just straight up arguing and yelling. Well, until next time, it's been real. It's been fun, and it's been real fun. Okay, bye bye. Jesus.